0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Out of This Mind podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Tappy. Let's get into it. So, I, first of all, apologize if the audio on this ends up a little bit different. I am not in the same place that I normally record at, so it might sound a little bit different today, but I think we should be good. So, today's episode is actually inspired by one of my friends, Riley. She sent me this idea, and I was like... This makes a lot of sense. Like, I feel like I really wanted to do an episode on it because I'd also been seeing a lot of um, stuff just on, like, TikTok and the internet and in general about it, and that is the female versus male hormonal cycles and how it impacts our everyday lives because let's be honest, I thought life, you know, just kind of worked how it worked, and females had their normal, you know, cycles that you hear about, and men had their normal cycles that you hear about, and so... I didn't realize that it actually, like, the way we live our lives is revolved around the male cycle, which we will get to towards the end of the episode, but to start, I'm gonna give a little bit of, um, background on the female cycle, and then I'll get into the male cycle, and then we'll talk about how it impacts everything, so... Uh, to start, you know, women have four main cycles, which I think if you've ever taken any health class, you hopefully should know. Except for unfortunately, health classes don't teach you shit about, um, you know, the female reproductive cycle or not even reproductive cycle, their hormonal cycle, cycles in general. And so those four cycles are menstruation, the follicular phase, ovulation, and the luteal phase. And a total cycle is typically around 28 days. It can really honestly be anywhere between 20 and 30, but the upper 20s is really where most people land. And so that first phase is menstruation, which is your period, right? Most people know about menstruation and really think that that's the only phase. They think, oh, menstruation, and ovulation, that's it. But there are two other phases in there. And so you know menstruation is when your uterus sheds its lining that's when you get your period because your body was like nope not having babies right so then after that you're going to go into the follicular phase which also kind of starts to overlap with menstruation a little bit but it's really mostly its own phase after menstruation and this happens when the follicle stimulating hormone sig- signals oh my gosh i can't speak when the follicle stimulating hormone signals your ovaries to make about five to 20 um, follicles that will contain eggs in it. So, this is kind of like survival of the fittest, a little bit with your eggs, because one will later become fertile and a good, healthy um, egg that will eventually drop during ovulation, which I'll talk about in a moment here. So, that's kind of that second phase there. And mind you, like we obviously all kind of know about the hormones and how that goes during menstruation you know our levels of estrogen and progesterone and testosterone are kind of all over the place throughout the entirety of the cycle but um, menstruation is really the only time people think women feel that kind of up and down but during this follicular phase I don't want to speak too much on it because I'm not exactly sure which exact hormone it is but one of the hormones is producing fuck I want to say it's I want to say it's estrogen. There's more estrogen um, during this time because they're trying to, you know, figure out which egg is fertile, all that sorts of stuff. So your body is producing different levels of hormones throughout all these processes. Anyways, I got a little sidetracked there. After After the follicular phase, well, I really cannot speak today. Sorry, guys. Thanks for bearing with me. After the follicular phase, there's going to be ovulation, and so that's kind of, you know, when people typically think about women getting pregnant because your egg dropped and now you're super fucking fertile for a little bit, time to get pregnant. So if you are um, someone with a uterus that makes eggs and you want to get pregnant, this is typically the time that people will start that process and say, okay, we need to, you know, have sex around this time so that we hopefully become pregnant. And so, oh wait, I think I got this wrong. So during ovulation, this is when the estrogen rises and there's a release of those luteinizing hormones, um, which causes the ovary to release that mature egg that was created in the follicular phase. So again, hormones are going in all sorts of different directions right now. Estrogen is rising um, compared to when it was previously, you know, whatever. Hormones are all over the place during this time is is essentially what I'm trying to get at. Um, This happens around day 14 of the cycle, so about midway through. So we have our menstruation. After you're done with your period, you have the follicular phase. After that kind of goes through, then once that phase is complete, essentially, then you're going to drop that egg during ovulation. After that egg is dropped, there's the luteal phase. So basically, if you don't become pregnant during ovulation, the corpus luteum... Which releases estrogen and progesterone shrinks and then becomes reabsorbs so that's what later will be shed during menstruation so essentially during this time there's then after all-time high of estrogen during ovulation there's now a decreased amount of estrogen and progesterone in your body so again total roller coaster of hormones fluctuating up and down naturally throughout this process obviously if you're on birth control your hormones are going to be a little bit different during this time which can kind of you know mess up the natural cycle of where these hormones are at so let's take that into consideration as well because many many people are on birth control and so you know birth control with hormones i should say and so you know these phases are the basic phases without any of that stuff add on birth control your hormones are also going to be in completely different places at completely different times as well because your body it's not natural right your body is trying to adjust to those additional hormones on top of the hormones that your body is already producing. So essentially, you know, the female or the um, reproductive cycle in general, the female cycle is all over the place. It's, you know, it lasts again 20, about 28 days. It's all up and down with hormones throughout the entire time, right? And we all know how hormones can affect us, right? If you have too much of one hormone, you can be really moody or irritated. If you have um, not enough of a hormone, same effect. If you have a good amount of testosterone, you typically will have a little bit more energy. All that sorts of stuff. So our hormones impact our attitudes, our work ethic, our creativity, all of that stuff, right? And for, you know, people who experience this, you know, fluctuation, um, whether you're a woman or someone with... Um, a uterus who has these same hormones you are gonna experience all these up and downs of emotions over the course of those 28 days right and then it just keeps repeating so women are on a constant cycle changes day to day of our hormones right so now that we have that let's look at the male cycle because I honestly did not even realize until I did research for this episode and I'm actually in a class right now that's talking about all of this so this was perfect timing for this episode But I never realized that um, men also have a cycle, right? I was like, oh, I thought it was just women. I thought men kind of did their thing every day, didn't have a cycle. They do have a cycle, but their cycle is 24 hours opposed to 28 days, right? And so basically what happens is in the male cycle, the testosterone rises in the morning and it kind of steadily decreases throughout the day. And so the higher amount of testosterone and hormones in men equals more energy, right? And so um, that kind of leads us a little bit. I mean, that's essentially how their, their cycle goes, right? Kind of rises a little bit more in the morning. That's when they have all their creativity, all their energy, all that sorts of stuff. And then it slowly decreases throughout the day. Obviously, men also have um, other hormones, so that can impact it slightly. But testosterone is really the key main hormone that men experience on the physical level. Again, this isn't dogging men. This isn't saying anything negative about men. This is just giving the facts on what their cycle is versus what the female cycle is. So um, that kind of leads us a little bit into what the idea of this episode is about, which is how it impacts our lives, how basically society has been created to match the needs of the male cycle. And so we'll start by looking at the standard workday, right? Standard workday is 9-5, 9 a.m., 5 p.m., right? If you look at it, though, and you think about it, this aligns so perfectly with how men prefer to work, right? Based on their cycles. If their testosterone is a little bit higher in the morning, kind of remains steady throughout the day, that's when they're going to be really, again, creative, hardworking, focused, all that sorts of stuff. And then right around when that workday ends is when their testosterone goes down. That's when they're going to get tired, want to be done with their day, go to bed, right? And so, it perfectly aligns to their schedule. It works really well for them. That's how men typically, scientifically, if you're looking at it, obviously this does not apply to all men. This does not apply to all women, whoever. This is just saying that scientifically and statistically, this is how men work best on this schedule. It is proven over and over again that men work best on a consistent schedule like this, which is great, right? Except for that it does not align with women's hormonal schedules, as we talked about. Again, a woman's hormones change every day, so that impacts our creativity, energy, etc., just kind of like I was talking with, which is not consistent to how the man's schedule works, his nine-to-five schedule works. We don't operate in that same manner, right? We could, you know, how men, at the end of the day, let's say, have kind of a downfall in their hormones, right? Women can experience that for days at a time, right? Or they could be feeling really great and really productive days at a time. So we are expected as women, again, this is not trying to diss on men, but it's just a fact. We are expected as women to perform on the same schedule as men, even though our cycles are completely different, right? And so obviously the workday was created a little bit with, you know, more in mind than just the male hormonal cycle. However it was created around the idea of this is when the men work best, right? Men were the first to work. They were the first to do all, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, of course, it makes sense for them. It works for them. And then they kind of assumed the same was with women because women have not been studied. Their hormones have not been studied. Their daily and monthly cycles have not been studied to the extent that men's have, right? And so I found it really interesting doing some of this research for this episode and in this class that I'm in right now, biology of women, um, in which we were learning about this, that we are expected to, again, perform the exact same way every single day, you know, but we are not men, right? Men can go to bed when their hormones are low and then they wake up in the morning and they go through the exact same cycle every single day. They work well on a schedule like that, (coughs) excuse me, my God. Um, but women don't, we just don't work like that. And so if you are a woman or someone who experiences these, you know, range of hormones, you know that there's days when you are just like, I am not motivated. I cannot, I don't know why we know around our periods or around our ovulation, we feel a certain different type of way. I know personally for me around my ovulation, I typically feel a lot more like my sex drive is a lot higher. I feel a lot more um, creative, more motivated, all that sorts of stuff. But during my period, I feel so down. I feel so unproductive, all that sorts of stuff, right? And so, and again, going back to that conversation of women are also on a lot of times on birth control or different hormone therapies or treatments that can also impact that. So we are constantly as women fighting these hormones back and forth while trying to align to this schedule that is believed that oh, well, we can perform the exact same every day because men can, right? And so we basically, women have to come, you know, they have to work a little bit harder to come, to com- oh my gosh, I can't speak, to combat their own hormones to ensure that we're measuring up to the male expectation is essentially the point I'm trying to get at here. We are expected to perform as men and then we when we don't you know do a great job at performing on the same schedule as men then we are looked down upon and we are considered you know they're just a woman they belong in the kitchen they belong to do this they clearly aren't cut out for the work that men do but the reality is we have some legitimate like physical things that we have to overcome in order to be able to perform like that so again i'm not trying to make excuses for you know woman doing awful work it's not like we can go into everywhere and be like this is terrible whatever like all this sorts of stuff like I can't perform well today because I'm in my luteal phase of my cycle right but it's a reality that we women have to deal with every day and we aren't taught about we aren't taught how to you know work within these limitations that we've been kind of given right And so, you know, that was just kind of a conversation about work, but the same thing goes with our social lives, our relationships, all that sorts of stuff. You know, men and women, too, make jokes every single day about, oh, I'm on my period, like, I don't want attention from my significant other, whatever it might be. But the reality is that, you know, again, like, we require different things at different times, socially, socially. And romantically, whatever it might be, but we aren't getting it because, again, we have been so programmed to work around the male schedule. And unfortunately, you know, it's kind of one of those things we're in such a habit of it now that there might not ever be a time where we don't work around that schedule because it's such a big thing. It's what everyone's used to, it's what everyone's comfortable with, right? So, I guess, you know, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode today. But essentially, I just thought it was really interesting doing this research. And I think it's something everyone should kind of know about just a little bit. Just to keep in mind, again, there's not going to be any catastrophic changes, you know, with people really knowing and understanding this information. Because again, you know, who runs this country? Who runs the typical workday? Men, right? And so I think it's great to see all these new alternative kind of, You know jobs and ways of living just in general that have been coming up lately because they you know fit within women and male schedules you know what I mean or whoever whoever whatever you are we can slowly I think we're building up to the place where we can kind of work with how we want to work with when we're feeling it right or when we're not even feeling it but when we are able to perform our best you know everyone wants the best work out of us right. So when we're able to perform our best, and we know when those times are that we're going to be able to perform our best, um, and there's starting to be jobs that kind of you know cater to that, I think that that's really really cool and really special. Anyways, I'm going on a bit of a tangent right now, getting into it, but um, that's kind of you know the final closing point for this episode today is just that you know consider it when you think about anything you do in our everyday lives how. Women have to perform a certain way in comparison to men because that's just how we're programmed. Men program the system. Men will probably continue to program the system for quite a while, unfortunately. But just, you know, do with that information what you will. I thought it was really eye-opening. I definitely um, enjoyed understanding more about myself, too, I guess, as a woman who has these different... Phases of my cycle. I thought it was really interesting to learn and understand about myself a little bit more in this. So I encourage everyone to do more actual research on this as well. And, you know, just keep it in mind. But with that being said, that is all for today's episode. I will see you guys next week. Give me a follow on Instagram at Out of This Mind Pod. I also think I'm going to be making a TikTok, but I will post about that on my Instagram if I do. So bye, guys. See you next week.